The following podcast is a Dear Media production. As a parent, do you ever wish someone could just whisper some realistic and trustworthy support in your ear and not make you feel awful for not having all the answers? Well, that's what I'm here for. I'm Dr. Aliza Pressman, developmental psychologist, parent educator, clinical professor, and I'm a mom. My goal is to make your parenting journey less overwhelming and a lot more joyful. Please join me every Friday for new episodes of Raising Good Humans. Ugh, I'm not in the mood. Do we have to do this? Yes. Wait, are we recording? Okay, let's go. You're listening to The Allie Colbert Show. Hello, hello, here we go. You guys, welcome to our final episode of 2021. The Ali Colbert Show's send-off before 2022. How is it already 2022? You guys, I'm still reeling from 2020. How the fuck has it been two years since I've left my house? I literally feel like I'm still baking banana bread alone in a studio apartment crying. That's not true. I mean, look, I've made some mental health strides, certainly. But it really feels like life has changed since the pandemic and it has not come back. And 2022, you know what I'm committed to? And I want to enroll all of my listeners in being committed to this. We are setting down our baggage from the pandemic. We are going to get through this and we're going to keep the life train a moving. We are going to get a soundboard for the podcast. The podcast is going to be funnier than ever, more insightful than ever. And we're going to have a bang in 2022. And what I want from you guys is 2022... I want you guys to call in and leave voicemails and email the show. And I want to hear from you. And I want to hear what's going on, what I can help you with. What are your stories we can share? And our first episode for 2022, everything you want to get off your chest, everything you want to commit to and start anew in the new year, let us know so we can hold you accountable for it. We can talk about it on the pod. And I will share all of the information for hitting us up in the episode description, the number, and I'll share it on my Instagram as well, at Allie Colbert. Um, This episode is an episode Jules and I did a little bit ago about pay pigs, who uh, that is the term we we use and, you know, we didn't invent it, for the men that find us on the internet and ask to send us money. Is that real? Yes. Is it too good to be true? Potentially. Um, so give it a listen. It's pretty funny and wild what uh, what happened with, with us Um, with some random internet people, but also have an amazing holiday um, wherever you are. Uh, All my Jews that are going to be in Florida and all my Christians that will be in church and all my Muslims that will not be celebrating Christmas. Who celebrates Kwanzaa? Muslims? I have to figure this out. I need to do some holiday research. But thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, I appreciate every single one of you. If you could please subscribe to the podcast if you haven't. If you could leave a comment. If you could give us five stars. And oh my God, if you could also shit talk sex in the city. What the absolute fucking hell happened on that Peloton bike? Are you kidding me? This is a disgrace of a reboot. If you thought the Friends reunion was bad. Oh my God. What is it called? What is this one called? And just like that, 
I lost all respect for Sex and the City. And just like that, I hated my favorite show. I used to love Sex and the City because it was just a perfect like diary of dating. Even when it was like not realistic, it was just so fun to look at all of these like ways that we make other people not good enough to date. And now, yikesy, yikesy, yikesy. They're like, look, she's an alcoholic. Look, she's a widow. Look, she has an eating disorder. Look, she's trans. Look, she's this. I'm like, holy shit. This is too real. I, it's so depressing that everyone is struggling so hard. Struggle City, Population, Carrie, Miranda, Charlotte, and the fucking ghost of Mr. Big. Jesus Christ. And if you don't know that yet, well, you haven't been on the internet. And that's just not my fault. It's just not my fault that you're living under a rock, Patrick Star. It really isn't. I'm going to do some more solo episodes in the new year. And uh, we'll dig into... To, to more pop culture stuff. And I'm just excited to keep the AKS, the Ali Colbert Show community alive and well. All right. Pay pigs. Happy holidays. We're taking the next week off. See you in 2022. Here we go. So I don't know what it is about my comedy. If it is my comedy at all, I'm going to assume it's my comedy because that's how I've had this experience occur before. And this experience is now occurring with and for and of both of us, Julian and myself. But I've had these people, of course, men, message me on Twitter and on Instagram, basically saying, I would love to like pay you and like, just like give you money because I think you're so amazing, goddess. Usually they use the word goddess. Your last guy said goddess too? Yeah, they always say goddess. And I'm always like, yep, great. You know, I guess some people for whatever reason would be like, ew, what? No, which makes no sense to me. And I'm like, yeah, here's my Venmo and they will send me money. And, you know, it's never been a crazy amount of money. It's happened to me a couple times on Twitter where it's like 50 bucks, 100 bucks, maybe if you're lucky, 200 bucks. I was telling Julian, I had this guy uh, like a couple years ago message me on Instagram saying he wanted to give me money. He ended up sending me somewhere around like $2,000. And then about a week later said, I'm not going to make rent. Can you please send (laughs) the $2,000 back? And I was like, so frustrated by that. Not because I'm like hurting for the $2,000, but just because the exercise of receiving money from a stranger and then having to like take time out of my day to like send it back. It's like, you asked for this. I didn't ask you to send me $2,000. You truly asked me, can I send you $2,000? And you didn't have to send it back, but you were, you felt bad. Of course, I'm not going to have someone become homeless because they like Venmo me money I don't need. Anyway, Julian is going through a similar frustration with financial domination right now, which I'm kind of kidding. But recently we've had one of these findom guys, these pay pigs slide into Julian's DMs. So uh, I thought yeah, that it was like a spam message. What it was because the first I, message? Uh, I, I could pull it up and read it, but it was like, hi, I think you're beautiful. You're a goddess. I'd love to spoil you. I'd love to send you things and whatever, something like that. And I just, it was just in my like blocked messages and you were going through my messages at one point and you're like, what's this? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I, I've like, I think I've gotten these before, honestly. I just didn't, I just oh, didn't notice. Go. Got the message. What did you reply? I did not reply. You replied. What did I reply? Yes, yeah, send money. Oh, right. And then he sends money. He's been He sending- goes, what's, how should I get you the money? And I sent him my information. And 
he sent, first he sent me a hundred dollars. Oh no, wait, it started about shoes. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, we forgot that phase so, yeah. of our relationship. So, okay, so like I think some of these like foot fetishes and feet picture stuff, I think that is like a gateway sexual fetish for a lot of these bigger kinks. Like I think feet pics, for example. I so don't get it. Well, I'm about to explain it to you, honey. So, <laughs> so I think- Where's Mary Jo? I think these feet pics are like, it's basically like if you have a kink- and your kink is getting pegged in the ass or while your girlfriend calls you Farmer Joe, you might want to start by like sniffing a Converse and then working your way up to that. So it's like a gateway drug. Right? Are we understanding? Okay, so he he messages about shoes and he's like, I want your old shoes. Or is he like, do you ever sell? He doesn't want feet, feet pics. Let's be clear about that. He's never asked no. for a feet pick. He did ask for our old shoes. And I was that like- That I've been worn a lot. That I've been emphasized. On. The more worn, the better. Yeah, so- And he was really into flats. Yeah, he was into flats. So we are like, if we can- we're, First, we're like, this is kind of weird. This is really weird. Should we do it? I didn't think it was that weird. Well, for, oh, the reason we thought it was legit is because he first sent me $100. Then he sent me $200. Yeah. So we were like, okay, this person will actually pay. So then we're like, now we're really considering the shoes. Now we're like, how much is he going to pay for our shoes? Right. For the right price, I'll get rid of my old shoes. Yeah. So we each found a pair of old shoes and he throws out a number. We th- we we talk back and forth with him. We mail him <laughs> in the negotiation. Sho- we were in negotiations with the pay pig. We send him our shoes in the mail and he sends us money for it. He sends us a photo over Instagram of his face sleeping in like the shoe. Sa- yeah. Says he's going loves- to sleep with his face in the shoes. <laughs> sleep with his face in the shoes. And his By whole way, thing is like is saying good? that. Is it like a pheromone? Like, is it like a pheromone thing of like, you know, you'll never be with this woman. This is exciting. Because I have to tell you. No. I have a big crush on. Who am I going to say? Um, Are you kidding? Everyone on the podcast is going. Oh, but, Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, I have a big crush on Jennifer I was thinking Aniston. of Sophia Bush for some reason. Oh, yeah, I love her too. I would never pay for her old shoes. But if I did happen upon her old shoes, I would smell them. Yeah. What else would you do? With, like, of course you would. I would smell them. I don't know if I'd, I wouldn't sleep with them. I'd give them a sniff. What else are you going to do to get closer? Yeah. Yeah, but part of the thing that's turning him on or like exciting him is that he wants to feel like a piece of shit. So he oh. wants his ego to be shattered which he's mentioned. He wants to be called a loser. He wants to be, he's like, I'm trash. You guys are so much better than me. You're so much more deserving. So I think something that is turning him on a little bit is that he like is so low pathetic pathetic that he wants to smell our old shoes. Like that's, that's how like, that's where he falls. Right. In the order of things. So I don't really think it's that he thinks we're like so hot and like wants to get closer to us. I think it's also... That he's like, I'm so disgusting. Like, yeah, those girls are beautiful and powerful and I'm disgusting and I just sleep in their shoes. Yeah, but he, he wouldn't ask for our shoes and consider it pathetic if he thought we were gross. A part of him thinking he's gross is that thinking that we're better. I mean, if, if I were trying to be super pathetic, wouldn't you pick like the most disgusting 
unatta- like most attainable girl and then sleep in her shoes if you want to show how pathetic Uh-oh. you are. So what does that mean for us? Maybe he did. <laughs> <laughs> We're like the worst people he could find. Like, you know what I mean? He's like, if I'm sleeping love. in their shoes, then I'm a real piece yeah, of shit. It's really bad. These D-list celebrities yeah. on Instagram, <laughs> these like lesbians, they're not even, they don't even get wet for me. Uh-huh. These like bold dykes that like <laughs> sit around in ballet flats. I want to sit in their lesbian fucking shoes. <laughs> He's like, yeah. That's why you wanted like really butch shoes. Yeah. Give me your loafers. Mm. I want to sniff those sea fish loafers. <laughs> wow. I didn't even think about it like that. So, okay. So then that happened. Let's which, just go with the idea that we're like the powerful hot ones. I mean, he tells us that we're hot. He tells us that he believes we're amazing. Do you believe him when he says that? Julian? Yeah. Say more. Yes, of course I believe him. You trust him fully? Yeah, I trust him with my life. I mean, he's he does feel very genuine. Yeah, so, okay, more in, about the dynamic. He, we're like, and by the way, this has only been going on for about five days. Yeah. So I, this is just a fun But really, little, it's exciting because the sky's the limit with this guy. He says he has unlimited money. I mean, he obviously doesn't have unlimited money. Okay, keep going. He just wants to buy us things. He wants to give us money. He wants us to take advantage of him. And he wants nothing in return except to feel like shit. So it's a pretty <laughs> easy dynamic. God, he should try being me for a day. Truly. Julian would love that. That's all Julian wants to take my money and f- let me feel like shit. <laughs> yeah, right. I said to Julian, I said, I already feel like I'm your pay pig. You get mad at me when I don't buy you stuff. I'll just let you make the joke. <laughs> Julian and I make fun of some people. We call what do we call them? Those people? What were we calling? Like like it's like reminiscent of Debbie Downers yeah. and stuff, like Debbie's. But just like miserable what? complaining. I, just not but well, not, wait, tell tell the story but not, about the um harness. What harness? About the harness when that the one we were laughing at was oh, like Yeah, I mean Well how do you <laughs> Well it's just like it's, what happens if you pull the harness? <laughs> and we're like there there was like um No, it's just it's just like people uh, that like ask a lot of questions and are like so like afraid and nervous and like it just like being so anal. I think a little bit of it frustrates me because like I see some of that in myself, but I'm not such a big pussy that I'll like act shadow like that. Work. Yeah, it's like shadow work. So this girl's <laughs> like- you're like secretly nervous about it too. And you're yeah, like, and I'm like, this loser idiot. is asking about it. Like we were going, we went kite surfing. Not, I mean, we went like tandem kite surfing essentially when like a man straps you to his chest and kite surfs while he has like a <laughs> do woman attached to him and you do nothing. And it's like incredible. We did that. And this one woman was going kite surfing with us and she was like really neurotic about all the rules. And we all were like, oh, I can't wait to get out there. It's going to be so fun. And then she would ask a question. She'd be like, what happens if the waves are big? And he's like, whatever you do, don't pull this cord. And she's like, but what happens if I do pull the cord? <laughs> we're like, no, and she, he's like, you we're like, you no, want she, him to walk you through how to pull the cord and like how to fuck it up? Right. Um, anyway, back to the pay pig thing. So so we send him the shoes. Yeah. And then from there, he says he's having an amazing time with the shoes, whatever that means. I mean, and the other thing I wonder is like, is there anything sexual about this for him? Because it feels like sex work. It is considered sex work when you're selling something in this kind of like space 
for money. However, this this is considered, quote unquote, an easy sex work because we're not actually having sex. But I wonder if he's like jerking off in the shoes, if he's like hard when he sends us money, if he feels like sexually excited from being kind of like strapped. Like, what do you think? Yeah, it's that tension. Some Some sort of tension is doing it for him. But fortunately, he has not mentioned anything about any sort of sexual act or anything sexual well, at all to us. It's really just been about money. And well, the one thing kind of nice. No, the one thing he did say, though, is he was like, ideally, I would like to live close to you guys. Yeah. And I would love if you guys could lock me away and just have key. You'd be the only two girls that have keys to my lock. And you guys wear the keys around while he's like locked up all day. Right. How is, <laughs> how is that sexually satisfying? It's just so extreme knowing that he's like powerless all day. Like, God, he must have a really big position so on his job. So is he coming all day? <laughs> too much, too much on his plate. He feels too much pressure, this man. No, I don't think that's the case. You really you think that's the case? That this is a high power executive? He wants to lose all control. I just, there's no fucking high power executive on Instagram sending girls 50 bucks. I mean, it's not 50 bucks. So what? It's not five fifty thousand. I mean, I just, I just don't see if you were a high power executive and you had real money and a real sexual appetite, you could hire hookers, you could hire people and they would do all of this for you. He also said he's just new into this world that we're only his Second, second goddess duo. Yeah, so he had an original goddess that that goddess, I guess, totally took advantage of him. And he's like very proud of it. Yeah. He's like, she exploited He said it was so me. humbling. My ego like was totally destroyed. And he says this positively. He had a great experience and she ended up meeting someone and getting married or something. And she didn't want to be a long distance goddess. Right. But I don't understand. He wants to like drive us. He wants to do housework. Yeah. I'm, I get worried about like, it, it's like, it sounds good, right? Like, No, this man is not coming anywhere near us in person. No, I know that. But doesn't it sound like appealing to, to have a driver and all of these things? But I would be worried for my safety. No, I don't want to see him. Yeah, I don't want to see him either. I don't want to like talk to him. I don't know. And I'm not interested in that. Yeah, I don't want to have like him be like a third. It's <laughs> back to the other episode. Yeah, I agree. That was the joke, Joanne. I get it now. Yeah, anyway, our next coaching call is like, Allie wanted this pay pig to join. And Joanne's <laughs> yeah. like, nah, 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 nah. yeah, I mean, it's pretty interesting. But today we messaged him. And by the way, you have to like get this like consent. It's like reminds me of CNC stuff, which we were just talking about, like consent, non-consent. When you have a rape fantasy or when you have some sort of fantasy of being abused or spoken to in a certain way. I wouldn't feel comfortable just like abusing the shit out of this guy without getting his clearance first. So like Julian and I have asked him stuff like, oh, what do you want to be called and stuff mm -hmm. like that? And he was telling us. So today we tried to like message him being like, Julian and I want to get these clothes. Well, now we're getting like really cocky and I'm like thinking of so all what? the things I want. Well, Julian I'm, and like, I message him. whole list. Yeah, Julian <laughs> wants him to pay for like Fraxel, like a face I laser. like medical procedures. <laughs> Julian's like, I want surgery. I, I can't tell you how excited He's I am. He's like, I would love to buy you girls a bag. Julian's like, I would look a new nose. <laughs> so we message him. facial reconstruction. <laughs> Cheers. So we messaged him this morning and we were like, all right, we're going to go shopping. Like, please send us money to shop. 
and he wants us to call him slave. That makes me a little uncomfortable because I don't want to be canceled. And I also don't feel super comfortable calling from as a white girl, calling someone a slave. I don't think that's a great look. Obviously, whatever, you're, you're get what I'm saying. So he wants us to call him either slave, simp, bitch, loser, pathetic. There's a few that he's really into, it seems. I, I don't know. He seems also very open to kind of like what we're into. Yeah. He's like, I don't, I want you guys to be authentic. Yeah. He's like a super like progressive pay pig. <laughs> he's our PPP or progressive pay pig. He's a liberal piggy. <laughs> Pigs asleep. So is there anything else we wanted to say about Findom though before we that wrap? We are open and available. As you can see, we have like time in our schedules for another pig <laughs> because this guy is just not responsive enough. He's like not getting the job done. So yeah, I don't think our Patreons are pig. Patreons are not pigs. Pigs are not Patreons. Actually, I could see some pigs becoming I Patreons. I could not see Patreons becoming pigs. I could. You could? Yeah, they want more. Oh, you know what I would like to do on this Patreon episode is I want to just... Oh, you know what? I don't have my phone on me right now, but next Patreon episode, I'm going to shout out our our uh, tier two Patreons. Yeah, tier two. Um, Who want to shout oh. out. I'll shout them all out. The first Patreon I remember, though, is my dude, Jordan, who is one of my OG fans in New York. He's Love a Patreon. He's amazing. He's coming to my shows. We take photos. We've talked. He gave is that the me, one I met? You haven't met Jordan, but he um, gave me a Jennifer Aniston sweatshirt that has like all these different Jennifer Aniston faces on it. And he's, he's an OG fan. So I wanted to shout him out. Thank you for subscribing to the Patreon, you guys. We love you. We're open to hearing hearing more. So like about what you're into. So please let us know. Don't be shy. Like I want to hear from you. It makes me happier to hear from you. Yes, Julesy. We could talk about um, the twins and them at school and like what's going on right now for 11 year olds that everyone's pansexual. Okay, this is so not what I would do with the episode, but since Jules brought it up, I'm going to honor <laughs> it. It's like we're here. Jules like, we should talk about how Generation Q is queer <laughs> in school. Oh yeah, that goes perfectly with this pay pick episode. Just really quick. I, I'm actually curious to hear what you thought about it because we haven't recapped our phone call yet. We know these two girls, excuse me. We know these two children, born girls, identify as they, them. One of them identifies as they, them, he, him. One of them identifies as she, her. I don't think they, them. Um, one of them identifies as gay. One of them identifies as pansexual. They're in like sixth grade and they're telling us on the phone today about how, you know, my crush is this girl and, you know, she's pan and my other crush is this girl. She's not pan. She's not binary. What, whatever, whatever it is. And they, please excuse if I'm mi- uh, misgendering or mispronouncing some, some of these stories. But it was so remarkable to hear how like sexually and like in terms of gender, like open and actualized these young kids were. I mean, this well, there was a 0.0000 conversation about sexuality when I was in sixth grade. Oh, Are you kidding me? God. Are you kidding like, me? I think I heard like a myth of maybe like what a lesbian is. Yeah. I mean, nothing at all. I mean, sixth grade, I'm trying to think. No, it was, do you like, is there a guy you like? Is there a boy you like? That's it. Is there a girl you like? There it. was never a conversation around that. I'm blown away. I know. It made me really excited. And then I had this thought that like, well, if, like when you're raising children, like you want to raise them to like be so open and stuff, but it's also like the level of openness when you're not raised in a culture like that is like, like an open progressive place. It's like so intimidating, I feel. What do you mean? Like... They're like these kids are just gonna grow up being so accustomed to, to 
everything and anything. Everything and anything. Yeah. Like they're not going to be aware. I mean, I don't know. Like to what extent are they aware of like more conservative conversations around those topics? Uh, like, are they like, they're not guarded. They don't have like one of the things that I learned. No, they, they up, actually might be because remember the first time one of them. Oh no, I know the LGBTQ so thing. Are you comfortable? Are you, are you familiar with the term LGBTQ plus? Yeah. No, I know, but. Yeah, and checked our comfort level with it. It's not about that um, though. But what I'm saying is growing up closeted, growing up queer when it was not a thing that people were like so accepting about at that point in my life, you have this security guard, this like protective layer baked in. And that's difficult to like untangle and stuff, but it also is helpful because you will go to places in your life, you will meet people that are not down with you being gay. And I always knew that. And I always had that protection. And it, I'm, you know, I you would, know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and I honestly think you can let go of some of that protection. Yeah, you're right. All right. Let go and let the pay pigs in. Time to open the barn doors. You guys, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Give us a give us a rating, subscribe, comment if you haven't already. It really helps. I'm looking for all of your names in the comment section, so just do it. Bye.